0: Hey everybody, there we are, We're where we're supposed to be, wherever that is, I don't know. Uh, I bet we're on the TGA Unofficial Facebook page, and uh, Vivica and I are here with our friend Jake Anderson, and this is another episode of TGA Unofficial Live. We're going to hang out for 30 minutes or so and jam with our friend Jake. I'm Scott, uh, Guardian number 112, and uh, this is a show where Vivica and I just uh, jam with Guardians about why they like being Guardians. What are you up to today?
1: Hanging out with you guys. I'm excited to uh to talk to Jake here, the man the myth the legend, as you say. Jake's always <laughs> a, he's a cool dude. He's one of the he's one of my he's one of my favorite guardians, I think, actually. <laughs> look at his look at his face. How can he not? I appreciate,
2: I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> she she um, never says that about me, by the way, Jake. <laughs> oh. Sh- <laughs> no, hey.
1: Um Jake, I guess just introduce yourselves for those that don't know um you in this little ecosystem we have going on and, and what you do and, and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. It's, um, gosh, the introduction is always like the hardest thing that I've, I've been able to nail down because, um, the way the path has kind of laid out for me, especially over the past nine months has been, um, uh, with, with the help of a lot of the principles and lessons that I've learned here in TGA, um, has been a journey and it's been, um, a lot of twists and turns and pivots, but uh, I guess to probably sum up as far as what I'm doing today and, and to give you an introduction there and, and where those roads have led is um, I've primarily been uh, focusing on um, I think the best way to describe what I do is, is, is kind of a three pronged approach. And um, cause I, I mentioned earlier before we went live, it's like I, I've been doing a lot of website building. So I've built six websites, you know, since, um, uh, since, since, February is when I got started with my first one. And um, I had no intention to build websites for people. There was not a strategic plan that I created around it. I had just built a website and somebody saw my work, reached out to me and said, I'd love for you to help me with mine. And then that turned into me building six um, just through referrals. Uh, But through that process, it kind of goes back to the whole concept of receptivity and just being open and receptive to opportunity has been... My approach that I've taken, and since then I've I've really dove into um, the automations. Is kind of like the three prong approach, where the technology, the software, that's the first prong. Um, I really um, do a lot of work in building out um, tech that works with operations, uh, as well as um, systems and processes, document documenting out those SOPs. And then there's the third prong, which I think is probably where I find myself to have the most distinction is in aesthetics and design. Uh, Cause usually people are like really good with aesthetics and design and, or they're like really good with systems and processes. And I have kind of a blend of the boat of both of them. So I do a lot of brand design and development as well as building the back end systems that kind of go behind the front end to make everything work and function. So um, I don't know what to call that title. I don't know how to describe it. I don't even have a website for myself, which is what we were joking about before we came on. I've built six for other people, but I haven't done anything for myself. Uh, but, um, you know, it's 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 interesting how things kind of transcribe for you when you just stay open, receptive, and um, microstep through, you know, different opportunities and, uh, and kind of where it leads you to. So that's me. That's where I'm at today.
0: I love it, Jake. Um, Thank you really interesting that you know we always start a business the wrong way around like oh i need a logo oh i need a website oh i need an email list oh that means i need an opt-in and maybe i should do some webinars and i need and then it's like no you need an offer and and you need an audience that's looking for for that offer and if you can do those two things you you will have a business forever one of the things that we always um kind of start off with is, you know, you, you've you been ex- an extraordinary presence in the Guardian Academy. You know, you're working with some of the leadership uh, around their websites and, and um, doing some stuff kind of behind the scenes that's making everything uh, more aesthetically pleasing and maybe makes a little bit more sense. Um, and I'm just curious about, you know, you, you have been a Guardian for some time. And what are, you know, what are those Guardian principles and practices that you find yourself kind of leaning on most often as you're navigating your way through this difference that you're making in in web design and brand development.
2: Yeah, you know, I was was thinking about this on my walk this morning because um, there are, and I want to give you a couple that have really stood out to me that's made a big difference, but I think the thing I want to start off with is saying is that Um, it's really a web, like, like all the principles kind of work together to get you where you want to get right. Where you, you know, closing the gap on where you, what you want most out of life. So, you know, the closer over more and micro stepping and the barbell, like all of those frameworks, they all play a role in different parts of the journey, depending on what it is that you're, you're trying to accomplish. Um, the thing for me, and this is actually something that, um, I had the uh, the privilege of spending a couple days with Dr. Jeff Spencer at an event earlier this year, which was just incredible experience. And I and actually got to spend some time with a lot of fellow guardians at that event. Uh, and there was something that he said that has really stuck with me as a principal. Um, and it was a, it was a comment he made. We were actually walking on the beach and he said, uh, I don't chase dreams. I answer the call. Mm-hmm. And, As you know, it was there was just that moment of like, oh, wow, like I I felt like everything just made sense for for me at that moment in time. And it just stuck with me. So when I was talking about the whole website process and that whole journey, it's like I wasn't chasing anything. It's just when I got the call, I answered it and I didn't overthink it, Um, you know. (laughs) Kind of coupled with that, I think is really important is, uh, the process is the shortcut. That's another big one for me because, uh, I used to, I used to, and I think it's a balance. Like you definitely have to have some form of planning when you're doing stuff. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you don't plan at all or you don't think ahead because there is a place for that. But I do think it's easy to, and this is what happened with me is that I would get caught up into over planning or overthinking too much of the future, to the point to where it actually ended up becoming a crutch for me to not do anything and not actually get into a process. And the and I think they have to harmonize together when you work through it. So going into uh, biasing more towards the processes versus the outcome um, has also made a huge difference because it keeps me in a state of action. And I always have a feedback loop that's just kicking back evidence to me saying, Hey, here's evidence. This is the reality. And I can use that to determine what are the next couple of steps I need to take um, to move forward. So um, those those particular things have been um, probably led to the biggest changes for me is um, just stop chasing stuff. Like I'm not chasing stuff anymore. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm just open, receptive, and I I listen for the call. When I get the call, I I answer it, and I move forward with the evidence that comes from the feedback loop that I create by being process-oriented versus uh, so much outcome-oriented. So that would be be the things that have really contributed to um, a lot of the progress that's happened in my life since joining TGA, for sure.
1: So I'm loving, like, So there's a couple of things that you said that stick out for me. And first and foremost is receptivity, right? Like Mm -hmm. just being open to things. So a lot of times when you have conversations with people who are trying to do the things, they're not really receptive sometimes. They might, you know, think they are, but maybe they're not just because of their actions, right? So receptivity is huge. I think that's a lot of, you know, reason for success. When you find people that are successful, they're receptive to, ideas information differences of opinion things like that so you being receptive has gotten you you know pretty far just in these nine months right the other thing that you say that gets me excited are processes because i'm a systems and process (laughs) person so it's huge i think for your clients that you're not just working on aesthetics you're actually going to help them on the back end and i think that's a big that's a big thing they're missing that they don't even know they're missing right um, there's a lot of times when I would talk to business people and and they'd say, oh well, I use this guy for this and you know this is what he gave me. I'm like, this is not what you need. <laughs> and moving forward, when you handle these type of things, these are the files that you need to ask for. This is the access you need, you know, things like that. And they don't even know, and they're paying thousands of dollars to someone that's kind of have them handcuffed on the back end, and there's nothing they can change or do or learn. Um, so so kudos to you for for kind of you know making it a kind of full circle thing for them. Um, And then the other thing I guess that you say is, uh, and and, you know, the process is the shortcut, right? So um, a lot of times everyone's looking for the shortcut or, you know, the the overnight success or, you know, the the coin that pamps, right? Something like everyone (laughs) wants that instant gratification and that's not the case. So the other thing I say sometimes about process is process over perfection. So you said a lot of times you were just like over analyzing things and things needed to be perfect and that's why you couldn't make that next move. I I'm guilty of that myself, but I try to remind myself to process, you know, the process part of it. So kudos to you, man. I'm excited. There was a comment that said something like, you know, Jake. Um, I, I don't. I can't see them. I think Scott can see them, but that you kind of uh, Jake has the ability to understand the essence of what is needed during his creation. Um, I love that, and I think a lot of that is knowing. <laughs> what you're doing and why you're doing it who you're doing it for and i think that leads to anticipation i think you can anticipate what they actually need or or, or kind of you know what the back end needs to look like for them and stuff like that so congrats man a lot a lot has been done in the past couple of months kudos kudos to you for building websites and not even having one
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is, to you. I don't know if I'll ever launch one. I kind of want to see how far I can take it, you know, um, go for it. <laughs> well, I, I I wrote something now, as you were saying, I just want to add one more comment. Um, so you know how, like I m- mentioned earlier about there's like a web and things are interconnected and harmonized with these principles. So receptivity is really important, but, but it's cousin, close cousin is restraint. And, you know, you have to also, like, you're going to get, if you're receptive to opportunity, it's not every opportunity um, that you should take. You know, you also need to understand how to practice restraint, reflect, and and you know, I guess understand if this is something that is getting you closer to what means most to you. You see how there's like three principles there that all just kind of played together in making a decision. It's like I'm receptive to this. Now I'm going to practice restraint to reflect and determine if this is actually going to move me closer to what I want. And then, so it all kind of works together. And I think it's really powerful once you start to, and it takes, takes practice. It takes the reps to, to put into, and I haven't quite perfected it myself, but I just, every day just put in the practice of putting these things in play as I'm making decisions and I'm evaluating opportunities and you know, what's the next move. Um, So I just wanted to add that in there as you were talking kind of came up for me.
0: That's beautiful. There's,
2: there's several things that
0: came up while you and Vivica were just having that back and forth. Um, I want to circle back for a minute to the Dr. Jeff, um, experience. And, um, I'm, I hope I'm not, not, um, disclosing anything that you don't want revealed, but you and I had some conversations after that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so one, one thing is we had a comment come up here, um, about answering the call, and I love what Doctor Jeff said. Like I don't, I, I don't remember the exact wording, but um, you know, he, he's just answering the call because I think oftentimes our lives are speaking to us because they really want to speak through us, but we're not paying attention because we are too distracted and we're too busy chasing more and we're too busy um, falling prey to our cognitive biases and, and all that sort of thing. And so I love that that insight um, really, you know, kind of spoke to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it seems like a real pivotal moment in, you know, your journey. There was another thing that that you told me about in a conversation that reminded me of a conversation that you and I had about where you were at about that same time. Mm -hmm. And you were telling him, basically giving him some reasons why you were not thriving and and really in your groovy spot in terms of what you're supposed to be doing with your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember you told me, he said, He looked at you and said, I'm not buying it. And and I love that. I have stolen that line and I have used that line on more clients because oftentimes, you know, we we sit there, I sit there as a coach uh, listening to my clients and and they're going on and on and on. And at some point, you know, you just got to jump in and say, listen, 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 I get it. You know, I hear the rationalizations. I hear the justifications. I know it's hard. I know it's scary. I'm not buying it. And I'm just... So I'm curious a little bit about, you know, what that particular statement, how that might have um, kind of interrupted your pattern and jarred you, you know, out of, out of a rut. Um, and then also just want to reflect that I think a lot of Guardian stuff is about, you know, self-awareness, self-efficacy, and that's how we achieve greater self-actualization. And when I think of people that i know in the guardian that are guardians in the guardian academy you exemplify that journey in one of the shortest most compressed periods of time i've ever witnessed so we'd love to hear your reflections on that reflection on um what dr jeff said and and anything else you want to say about your journey uh and and the time it took
2: well to the uh appreciate the, the the kind words and um and everything you're saying, I'd say for the Doctor Jeff comment, and um, you know, yeah, yeah, because it was a lot. It was a lot to do with. Uh, thank you, a Facebook user. I don't know who's oh, saying. Oh wait, that, there's more. <laughs> you got a second. I I third, Vivica. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Okay, that's uh, it. Really.
0: The, the voting is done. You are now guardian. <laughs> of the center. Oh, thank we're
2: you. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know so. What I mean, there's so much that I received just due to that experience with Dr. Jeff. Um, definitely the human mindset was the thing that really came to, to light for me after that because, you know, whenever you're you're going through any – especially because it's like a transitional phase for me. You know, I, I used to own uh, an event lighting design company, and um, I owned it for 10 years, and this is part of – big part of my story and kind of where I come from, uh, but I had – you know, was in the process of selling it. And unfortunately it was right in the middle of COVID and I lost my business and it was something that I had spent a long time building. So, you know, I went through a, I went through a very traumatic stage after that. And, um, and I try not to say, I, you know, I can't remember who was it that told me it might've been you Scott or maybe it's Nicole or somebody I was speaking to it was like, stop referring to it as traumatic because it's just part of you it's part of your story. And you need to look at, how this is, um, how this has helped you moving forward. And, you know, through that, there was just so much, um, I guess issues I had with confidence and, uh, I wasn't like, it was hard for me to get back on the horse again with showing up for people. And I just had all these issues. I just felt like a failure, you know, for, for a couple of years. And, you know, when I had that experience with um in kind of that conversation with Dr. Jeff, I was trying to pin those issues on something else that would that really had nothing to do with the actual issues that I was dealing with. And you know, from that point forward is there was a lot of human mindset evaluation going on through that time. It's like I need to be more aware of what's going on in that system one. There's some system one process, you know, the system one human mindset, system two champions mind and um, and really become more aware of that it's always in us it's always going to be showing up and there's certain things that influences uh what happens in that first system you know even i believe especially from my my background and at that point forward it was like you know what like there's calls that you need to answer. You need to step into that champion that you are and show up for the people who need you and be a team member. And that was just kind of like the shift that happened within me that, uh, that allowed me to really progress forward. It's just, it's just like all the fear just kind of went away because I knew where it was coming from. I knew it was coming from the human mindset. It's like, this isn't, this is crap. This is not real. This is just stuff in my head because of me being a human being that, uh, that is holding me back. And I got a choice here. I could let it hold me back or I could, you know, un- unlock the inner champion inside of me, so to speak. Right. And, and, um and show up for people and do what I'm meant to do and not mm-hmm. worry about things that aren't really problems because they're really not problems. I just am thinking they're problems because that's what that human mentality wants to do. So that would be um to your first question. uh That would be the thing that, I think shifted for me, you know, through that experience is just recognizing the human mindset and what it was doing and understanding how to pivot around it. Um, I think to the second question, was it about, uh, short, like, I guess the journey after becoming a guardian and kind of condensing time.
0: Yeah. I mean, leave? I just think that you're, you know, I, you and I met at the very end of last year, we got together yeah. for coffee, I think before the end of that year, or maybe right after mm-hmm. the, the the new year. Um, and I remember, you know, and you and I had several conversations, and I remember you were just really in it in terms of, um, you know, not just couldn't figure out what, what was next. Um, I don't think I, I, I'm the person that talked to you about, like, uh, you know, not looking at your situation so traumatically, but I do, I do frequently tell people, let's let's just stop, de-catast- let's decatastrophize this, you know, this story that you're telling yourself. Um, but you know, you, you went from whenever it was, you know, let's just say the very beginning of this year to where you are now, you went all the way from, you went through the the sequence, self, self self-awareness, self-efficacy, and then self-actualization. And so whatever, you know, nine months, nine months, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pushing 60 and I haven't figured it out yet. So just <laughs> help me out, Jake. How do I, how do I compress time and yeah. uh, close the
2: gap? Um, Let me think of how to answer this question. Uh, first off, play, playing your game, you got to play your game. Uh, that is, uh, that is certainly important. Um, I was not playing my game for sure prior to, um, Prior to TGA, really. TGA, and even a little bit after that, I wasn't really playing my game still, but it took me some time. It takes time to, to kind of develop the operating system. Uh, but I do know that prior to that, I was highly influenced by uh, other... Um, just external influences like you this is how you need to do life this is how you need to do business this is how you're supposed to show up and I just kind of let all that go and just just like no I'm just gonna show up the way that that I do and and um, so that's like the first thing is playing your game and I think again back to aware self-awareness you need to understand the, the gifts that you have and um, the talents that we bring you bring to the table and be aware of where people um, can where you can be a valuable human to others. Uh, And connection with that is uh, just being useful. I think it was uh, Joey. I saw Joey had made a post um, and he said something like being useful was like one of the best pieces of advice I ever got. It's like, I totally agree. And it's, it's just looking and recognizing when there are um, people out there who have a need for the skills or the gifts that you have, And just showing up and being useful and helping them out. Like, if you don't know what you need to do, then just go help somebody like that. Like, not only is it helping somebody, it's helping you, too, at the same time. It's helping you figure it out. It's like that's a way of keeping yourself in frequency. I don't believe in – and this is another change that I made that has really helped accelerate things is um, I used to sit back and think about, like, what is my game? Like what is the thing that I'm here to do? And then I would sit back and think, and I do believe there's time, there's certainly time for reflection journal, but that comes after action. Like you got to do, you got to take action on something. And so it can't be all thinking and journaling and planning. Like there needs to be, you know, I kind of see if you think of like the horse and the cart, like the horse is the action that drives, you know, the, the path forward. And when you have action followed by thoughts and reflections that allows you to kind of the, the, the thoughts and reflections is kind of more of the looking at the action and getting the feedback to determine how you need to navigate forward. So um, that's, I think that has been the thing that's really helped me the most in Condensing Time. And um, there's a lot of really good people in the Guardian Academy and I just kind of hang around here and connect with people in Guardian Academy. So um that certainly plays a factor. There's just been opportunities, and not just like business opportunities. I'm talking about opportunities just to connect with really good people who can, um, can kind of be that mirror for you sometimes. You know, I think sometimes we need people to help hold up a mirror for you, not in a. Um, not in a judgmental way, but in a way of just helping you read the label that's on the outside of the bottle because you're just so close to everything. It's hard for you to see it. So um, getting really close to people that uh, there's just a lot of amazing people in this community. And that's one of the reasons why I've always just wanted to show up for people here because this is where I want to be. So, I love it. So
1: you did mention um, useful overwrite and that's one of my favorite things i think too to like identify mkps right like people that you actually want to help or be around or or spend time with or whatever what have you so useful overwrite has been a huge you know identifier not just for myself like making sure i'm being more useful than right but um but for others um so so i appreciate you bringing that up the other thing i guess that you mentioned is, you know, just connecting with people here in this community. Like a couple months yeah. ago, I, you know, me and Scott were like, yeah, we'll do this thing, right? And now we're five, seven episodes in and, you know, we've been able to connect and kind of jump into some of these guardians and, and have really great conversations, which hopefully then leads to other people connecting and saying, you know, I'm going to connect with Jake, he seems like a great dude, or I'm going to connect with, you know, Courtney or whatever. So the community is it does play a pivotal role. I think as, as we kind of go through the process and, and do the steps and stuff. So thanks for bringing that up. Cause Joey's post does resonate uh, Yeah, and, and and it did resonate the other day, but all right. What are you working on now? We're going to be wrapping up soon. So where, where can we lead people? What are you doing? What's uh, give us the, give us the, the download.
2: Yeah. So um Well, I don't know if anybody saw, but I I just – I think I saw where Jay had posted. I just got his website launched for Base Case and Build, so if anybody wants to check that out. um, Certainty News, I got Certainty News launched. That's another uh, project. Um, Yeah, just – I'm doing a lot of work with Dan Nicholson, and um, I've been doing work with Nick as well. Uh, Dan's keeping me me pretty busy, so I'm going to be actually – I don't know if this is allowed to say right now or not, but I am going to be transitioning pretty, pretty much full time working with Dan here in a couple of weeks. So um, uh, that's the uh, that's something new coming in. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, um, yeah, I just I think the world of those guys, it just they've done so much for me and um, I just really appreciate the opportunities that um, they brought in and it's, it's worked out really well. Uh, So, uh, yeah, just continuing playing my game, really, uh, playing my game, um, being of service where I can be of service and, uh, uh, and continuing to be receptive. I've, as, as you see, I haven't really (laughs) put any work as far as building any kind of, uh, uh, a business brand out there for, for, per se at this point, but, um, who knows that might come later down the road and we'll see what happens. But for right now, uh, the people who need me, I'm, I'm going to be continuing to show up for them. And, um, and if anybody has any questions or wants to connect, uh, yeah, you got that email, uh, Jake at jakeanderson.co. Certainly a, a way to reach out to me. You can also send me a message here on Facebook too. Um, and, uh, we'll just let me know if you got any questions or want to chat or connect and, and, uh, we'll, we'll make it happen.
0: That's awesome. Well, this, this sounds like a, a perfect place to close. This is, uh, this has got to be one of my favorite conversations. So Jake, it's, it's great to see, uh, see all the progress that you're making, but also just see the, um, kind of the rewards that you've, uh, that you're, that, that you're getting, that you've, that you've really earned. And it's been, uh, just such a thrill and a privilege to witness uh, your journey over these last several days. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, close things down for this go round, but uh, always a pleasure to spend some time with you, Vivica and Jake. Great to Mm -hmm. reconnect and uh, we'll, we'll see you all where we see you.
2: Appreciate it. It's been a, been a blast. Always a good time.